Welcome to Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I'm your host, Christina. If you follow my ministry, you know I am passionate about reviving and uniting the body of Christ in order to fulfill the Great Commission with extravagant love for one another and for a hurting world. I invite you today to join me for revelatory teaching, interviews with leaders in the body of Christ, and best of all, your testimonies of God's goodness in your lives. Thank you for joining the conversation to reveal more of Jesus to a hurting world today. Hi, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I am so happy to have you with me here today. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in and listen to this week's episode. I hope and I pray that you are doing well and you are hungry right where you are for more of Jesus. He's so beautiful and he's so wonderful and I'm so thankful that we can expound the word of God to reveal more of Jesus. So this is a great podcast if you are interested in learning more about Jesus in the scriptures and hearing him taken out and revealed in a beautiful way. So this is the faith building podcast for you. So thanks so much for tuning in. Before we get started, I want to give a great big shout out to all of our Christina Prayer Ministry sponsors. They are such great friends to us and we are so thankful to each and every one of them. First, I'd like to give a great big shout out to Gopher Ministries. They do all of our equipment rental for all of our Christina Pereira Ministries gospel events, and we are so thankful for them. And of course, Davis Financial Services, who does all of our financial servicing. You can check them out at hdtax.com. And of course, a great big thank you to the Harvest Family Network, through which I am licensed and ordained. They are a worldwide organization of pastors, prophets, teachers, evangelists, apostles, and amazing people laying their lives down for Jesus. So a great big thank you to them as well. And of course, I want to give a great big shout out to you, our Revealing Jesus listeners. Thank you so much for your support. If you have not sent me your testimony, please make sure that you do so. I want to keep reading those out on air. You know, when we tell of the goodness of God, we open the door for God to do the same thing in, in the lives of the people who get to hear it. So I'm so thankful that God is no respecter of persons. And that means that what he does for one, he'll do for another. And I'm so thankful when we tell of his goodness, we open the door to have it repeated. And of course, if you have not subscribed to the show, please make sure you do so. You are going to get notifications when we post a new show. And of course, all of our ministry information, there's great blog posts on there full of scripture. Plus, when you sign up for our ministry mailing list, you'll get an exclusive discount at our extravagant love store. You can check it out at christinaperrera.org backslash store. There's some great new designs in there. I just came out with a new collection called the Justice and Mercy Collection, and it's, I think it's really cool. 
but it's a cross and it says justice and mercy met here and on the back it has uh for i will be merciful to their unrighteousnesses and their sins and lawless deeds i will remember no more and that is the crux of the new covenant and i am so thankful thank you jesus thank you jesus there's some amazing stuff on there and right now when you sign up on our ministry mailing list you are going to get an exclusive PDF download to help you jumpstart your homeless ministry evangelism. Definitely make sure you subscribe. All of these links you can find in our show notes. You can access them at revealingjesusoncpnshows.com. Links to the Extravagant Love Store, how to submit your testimony, how to subscribe to the mailing list, and so much more. And of course, I'm, I put the blog posts and the scriptures I use on each episode are up there. So you guys know I love to give you a lot of scripture and I love to be able to put it there for you so you can go and check it out and see it for yourselves because I believe that's powerful. Let's go ahead and get started. I've got a great show for you today. It's called Unity is Not Conformity gosh, there's so much going on right now in the body of Christ. I'm so thankful that the Lord has given me this message and he sent me out. You know, we started the ministry back in 2016 and we really started focusing on on unity back then and bringing the body of Christ together to really reach the lost and really evangelized and really uh, do what we were created to do. And that's fulfill the Great Commission. And I'm so excited because, you know, as, as, as I've seen really things deteriorate in the world, I have such hope. I have such hope because my hope is in God and my hope is in what he has already done and what he has been doing. And, and I just want to encourage you guys. I know it's frustrating out there right now if you look and see, but I just want to encourage you to look to Jesus he sees things so much differently than we do. And if we can just see the potential right now, it, we would just be so encouraged, so encouraged. And I'm super excited about that. With that being said, I want to talk to you guys today about unity. You know, unity is not conformity. And basically what that means is that we may all have one mission, but we fulfill it differently. And we each fulfill it with the God-given gifts, desires, passions, and uh, sphere of influence that he's placed in front of each of us. And so it means that we don't all look like hands. We don't all look like feet. And we don't all look like arms. We may be part of one body. We may uh, go about it differently. But we all have the same mission. And that is to reach people. That is the ministry of reconciliation, of reconciling the world back to God through the work and the person of Jesus Christ. I believe if we are going to define unity, we need to define it the way God defines it. And so I want to give you a good example here. One of the best pictures of unity I have found is actually in the 12 tribes of Israel. Collectively, they're known as the children of Israel or Israel. But each tribe is unique in its lineage and function, but not in their mission. 
Their mission was to glorify God. The tribe of Levi became the biblical basis for the Levitical priesthood. And the tribe of Judah was known for its praise. And each tribe pointed to Jesus in its own way. How beautiful is that? No matter what we are doing, we should all be pointing to Jesus. We may point differently, but we all point to Jesus. So I, I want to share this. We, we have a common mission given by Jesus, known as the Great Commission, to go into all the world, preach the gospel, heal the sick, cast out demons. Freely we have received and freely we give. And as you go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast the demons out. That is Matthew ten, seven through 8 New King James Version. Another great example is from Mark 16, where Jesus sends out the 12 disciples. Now, this was before he was crucified and resurrected and had not been glorified. And so here is where he sends out the 12 disciples on assignment to the lost sheep of Israel. And we see the government of God and how it's represented in the 12 disciples and the 12 tribes of Israel. And oftentimes, for those of you prophetic people out there, you know that 12 represents the government of God. I'll just throw that in there. They're sent out, but they are all tasked with one mission to declare the kingdom of God is at hand, each with a unique function, gift set, and personality, but one common mission, to love and point the way to Jesus as the Messiah. Now, since Jesus has been crucified, resurrected, and glorified, we are now part of what is known as the Great Commission. This is where Jesus has sent his disciples into the entire world, and he said to them, go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and they preached everywhere, the Lord working with them, confirming the word through accompanying signs. Amen. That is Mark 16, 15 through 20, New King James Version. Beloved, this is what we are currently under. This is the new covenant of grace based on the work of Jesus alone. Freely we have received and freely we give. We are not called to unite only with groups of people who share our traditions, our race, our cultural backgrounds. We are called to go into all the world and make disciples Proclaim the gospel to every creature. We're not called to build buildings, but rather go into the world. 
And if we believe the church's sole purpose is to make disciples in order to fill buildings and create followings for ourselves, then we have missed the point. I love what the Apostle Paul says. For this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles, indeed you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which was given to me for you, how by that revelation he made known to me the mystery of I have briefly written already by which when you read, you may know and understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men, as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to his holy apostles and prophets, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs of the same body, and partakers of his promises in Christ through the gospel of which I became a minister according to the gift of grace of God given to me by the effective working of his power. That is Ephesians 3, 1-7, New King James Version. In case you haven't noticed, the world does not inhabit your church pews. If they don't conform to your theology and mindset, they are often cast out as hopeless sinners when they do come. This world is full of disciples whom the Holy Spirit of God has wooed without a home. The Holy Spirit today is still wooing hearts to the beauty of Jesus while his body sends them away. There's something very wrong with this picture. None of this displays the image of Jesus. But now you yourselves are to put off all of these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. Do not lie to one another since you've put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. Where there is neither Jew nor Greek, circumcised nor uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave nor free, but Christ is all. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another, and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against one another, even as Christ forgave you, so you must also do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were created, in one body and be thankful that is colossians 3 8 through 15 new king james version christians can function differently in gifts given by the holy spirit but we are all working towards one mission although a person possesses the prophet's office 
or gift, ultimately that person should look and sound like Jesus, leading others to the Messiah himself. Similarly, a person gifted with an apostle's office should also operate in a manner that displays the image of Jesus with a different function, ultimately leading people to Jesus. We all have different functions and giftings, but we all bear the image of Jesus and share the common mission to point to the one. There are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, and to another faith by the same Spirit, and to another gifts of healing by the same Spirit, and to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy discerning of spirits and to another different kinds of tongues and the interpretation of tongues but one and the same spirit works all these things distributing to each one individually as he wills that is first corinthians 12 4 through 11 new king james version unity is not conformity, beloved. We must be careful that we do not force our brothers and sisters to conform to a false image of ourselves. The only image that they bear is the image of Christ himself. We must know our King Jesus in his many facets to display a wide-ranging spectrum depicting him. Jesus is simultaneously the Lion and the lamb. He is velvet and steel. He is meekness and supreme strength. He is beautiful in all his ways. Notice I do not define unity through denomination because the Bible leaves no room for distinction through denomination, only through function and gifting. The Bible talks about being members of one body. We have many members, but all one body. We are also Christ's. For by one Spirit, we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and have been made to drink into one Spirit. For in fact, the body is not one member but many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where would be the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where would be the smelling? But now God had set the members of each one of them in the body, just as he pleased. And if they were all one member, 
where would the body be? That is 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 19, New King James Version. Now you are the body of Christ and members individually, and God has appointed these in the church, first apostles, second prophets, third teachers. After that, miracles, gifts of healing, helps, administrations, and varieties of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Are all workers of miracles? Do all have gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? But earnestly desire the best gifts. That is 1 Corinthians 12, 27-31, New King James Version. We are not members of one body through different theologies. We have one king, one body, with one heart and one spirit, the Holy Spirit, who should lead us. It is the will of the king that we should seek in all things. It is his kingdom that we should seek to expand. It is his heart that we should seek to satisfy. Our king's heart is not satisfied by exalting our own opinions thus developing doctrines of men. These doctrines do not glorify the king, but they seek to alienate the ones he died to bring close. Denominationalism has been so prevalent in the church for so many years, and it must stop if we are to see the Great Commission fulfilled in such a manner that honors our king. Heaven's agenda is always together. And we must remember that any mindset attempting to bring division is not of God, not in this day and age. Heaven's greatest exploits are always done in partnership with great love for one another. As we unite together, scripture clarifies that we will be known as disciples of Christ through our love for one another. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you that you also love one another. By this, all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. That is John 13, 34-35, New King James Version. Beloved, it's time that his church is known for its love. It's time that we are known for what we are for and not what we are against. It's time, beloved, that we rise in honor for one another. It's in the lifting of the least of these and each other that we truly rise. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. If you liked today's episode, be sure to subscribe, share it with your friends. If you want more information on our ministry and how you can partner with us, please visit us at ChristinaPereira.org. We've got information on there about our events, blog posts, the extravagant love store, and more. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Christina Pereira Ministries. Until then, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless you.